Greetings, and welcome to the Thirsty Mage, the pub where all of our Christmas wishes come true. I am your host and community manager, David Lloyd, and this week at the pub, we'll be sharing all of the fun gifts we received over Christmas, and what games we played over the break. And for the first time, we've been able to get the full crew of regulars out to the pub, so I'm excited to get right into the intros and inevitably screw them up. Ah, just like that intro. Joining me this episode is a Grinch who mostly buys his own Christmas games, NWR Reviews Editor, Jordan Rudick. I was going to say I'm being the Grinch, but you're being the Grinch with this introduction. <laughs> There's no time yet to restart it. So, uh, yeah, uh, the reason I say this is that I, I've kind of stopped. I, I, I'll maybe ask for like one game, uh, if that. And I, because I I, I, I like finding deals on games or trading in for games. And I've just got so many review games on the backlog that I don't, I, I guess I usually yeah, do buy, end up buying my own games through some kind of discount or deal or coupon or something. So I don't really ask for too many games nowadays. I'd rather, you know, get books or stuff for the kitchen or whatever. But uh, yeah, we'll get into We'll get into that later. But it is it is fun to have all four of us together for an episode. So I'm looking forward to this one. Yeah. And joining us uh, after getting confirmation from Santa this December that he is indeed on the nice list. The better half of the Talk Nintendo podcast, Casey Gibson. I don't know how it happened, uh, but we swindled him into putting it on the good list there. But um, yeah, you know, I I always used to look forward to Christmas so much because that was like the only way I could get any sort of game right back in the day. And then, yeah, eventually you get money and then then you just buy whatever you want. So I've uh, as of the last couple of years, I try and save at least one good good game like that I'm looking forward to, but uh, that I don't necessarily need like right that second and, and try and see if I could get that for Christmas, you know, and then have a little something to look forward to. And uh, I did it again this year, but I won't spoil that just yet because, uh, yeah, we'll be talking about that for sure. Sounds good. And rounding out the panel, joining us from the first country that Santa visits every year, ladiesgamers.com writer Paige Detlison. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, usually I do ask like my mom for something, like a game. Usually like there's a collector's edition of something in, De- mm. well, that November or December time. But um, now I work at a job somewhere where I can get a discount on games, so. <laughs> Locked and loaded. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's it's the one of those things. It's like, well, I think it's, um, it, don't, don't the Russians uh, celebrate Christmas or at least they do the presents, I think, in like beginning of January. So they, yeah, so like they have all those Boxing Christian Day thing. sales and everything that, that sounds like a great, <laughs> great, great benefit to do it then. Cause yeah, there's, it seems like there's all these great sales on stuff after the fact, but yeah, but, but yeah, I'm, okay, Paige, I see, I see where you're coming from. Like I, I, the idea of asking someone to buy me a game when I can get the same thing for like 20 or 30% cheaper, it just feels yeah. like I, I, I would feel um, guilty about the waste of them spending their money on that. Right. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm the one where I'm like, Oh, do you want, me to order this thing because then i can get it for this much cheaper for someone's present yeah yeah it's me too I, yeah a lot of people reach out to me uh, especially my uh, uh my my wife's uh, cousin uh she uh, her her sons really like video games are into switch so uh, every every year around the holidays around their birthdays she'll reach uh the cousin will reach out to me like on facebook or something like oh do you have any deals on this? I'm like, I'll, I'll, I'll find something. You know, it might not be a lot, but I'll find something. And so you're the guy to go to when you need uh, to to get something found. 
I've been that I've been like that for a long time, Case. Like even even in high school, like people would come to me if they they you know for for burning CDs. We 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 play, used to play. It's not related at all to any of this, but we used to play blackjack in the foyer and, and for for like quarters until we got busted. Jordan's by Jordan's by CD the, pass by the principal. comes to uh, comes <laughs> yeah. to the light here, guys. Oh, I I was a total mover and a shaker. I don't know what happened, but uh, I was really doing a lot of different stuff in high school. But video yeah. games cost a lot of money back then. You had to you had to swindle your friends out of those. I needed I needed all the quarters I could get. Yeah. That's for sure. I, I remember we had a a, a rubber band gun deals mint dealer uh which is essentially it was like a 50 cent little tiny like the smallest stupidest little rubber band gun you get from like yeah one of yeah. those um oh my god like the old time it just coin operate you put like the quarters in crank it right and they pop down yeah but yeah, it was yeah. in like the, the cap the, kind of like a capsule machine sort it, of like, yeah exactly like that yeah and it was like the the rough part of town you know so like this one kid would go in and then you just sell them for double on the bus that's hilarious. Wheeling yeah, and I dealing, man. Entrepreneur, entrepreneurship 101. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> it's not that you learn by experience. That's the best way to learn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, uh, who would like to do it? Jordan, you usually start off our drink discussion. Why don't you uh, tell us what... Uh, I don't know if it's even a sugary drink this week based on what you told told everyone last week. I'm trying. I'm trying to get better. I'm really excited for your drink, too, because it's actually one of my favorites. So uh, we'll get there. Uh, I, I, I think last episode I said I was going to be trying uh, some new drinks at Starbucks. And so I did follow through with that. Uh, perhaps uh, I followed through with it like once, one time in the last <laughs> week. And I might not do it again. Um, I tried the, uh, Casey, you'll like this, decaf extra hot honey oat latte made with oat milk. And uh, yeah, not a huge fan. Sound, uh, sounds I, as I, good uh, as it, it is. I, <laughs> I, yeah, <laughs> sorry. Did, yeah, Casey's going out. Uh, Casey's gonna go out and buy one right now. Um, just full full calf. Uh, so the problem wasn't the oat milk. I actually didn't find that was a problem. I didn't. I didn't dislike that at all. Like I, I might get, end up trying oat milk and a bunch of other things now. But the honey part really threw me off. Like I, the maybe I don't like the flavor or the taste of honey. Like I like the sweetness. I would I would put honey in tea or something like that. But and or, or like you know honey flavored cereals. But the honey in the latte was really weird. It just had this odd aftertaste, and I, I didn't even, I ended up not even finishing the drink. So I don't know if maybe, maybe if people aren't super into honey or you don't know what honey and coffee tastes like, to me, it didn't really work out that well. Like, so I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't get that again, the honey oat latte. Mm. Uh, but again, yeah, if there is a, a silver lining, I think the oat milk part was fine. It was just that honey flavor that uh, didn't really grab me. So. That's what I. That's what I had. Well, and we're. Uh, I think we're recording early enough that Casey actually gets to have his uh, his regular Joe himself, but uh, a full calf. I'm guessing. Oh yeah, I, I I've never had a decaf coffee in my life. You don't know what you're. And missing. I don't think I ever will because <laughs> I, I'm just going to drink the normal coffee if I can. But um, yeah, I just I actually I just polished it off uh, while I was trying to get that thought of that honey concoction out of my head. But. Um, <laughs> Yeah, now now I've just got some you, a good old you fashioned. Feel water it on your tongue now, that honey. You feel it on yeah. your tongue. Concoct- concoction is the right word. This is exactly what it tasted like. And you know, Casey, you say you've never had a decaf in your life. Mm-mm. I bet you, at some point, you ordered a coffee at a McDonald's or or wherever, and they were out of regular. And like, I ah, just give the guy decaf. It's fine. 
I guarantee you, at some point in your life, you've drank enough coffee I've ne- that that probably I've never somewhere. willingly drank a decaf. Yes, thank you. <laughs> that's, that's good. That's good. He's Let's clarify that. <laughs> yes, very good. And uh, this week, I think we've we forced uh, Paige to wake up so early that she she'll need a coffee for this episode. Uh, no, it's uh, nine a.m. here, so I'm just having water. <laughs> well, I was, I was worried. I was a little worried it was going to be around like seven or eight, but nine nine's a, a little little more uh, uh, under reasonable. I think reasonable when anyway. the time zone changed for me, I think it might have changed for you guys as well. Mm-hmm. So, like the recording time is different. Paige, I was going to say, I'm glad you're not. Uh, drinking a vanilla coke because then i would get all jealous again <laughs> i would get all jealous about not having vanilla coke here and then i i'd, I'd inevitably want to go and get one or figure out how to get one for myself so thank you for for not uh tempting me with that okay <laughs> you gotta find i'm sure they have them online somewhere ship them right to your house jordan they they, they must i'm really trying to abstain here i'm just going to try more oat milk flavored beverages <laughs> Some, and, like, and you, let you know how weren't you jealous of the drink sizes was the problem <laughs> Oh, that too. Yeah, I can't believe that your regular size is like, it's half of that here. Like, uh, I, I am jealous of that too. But uh, I, I was saying on the last episode, I'm trying not to drink as much soda, uh, drink as much pop. So uh, I don't know. Uh, the, I'm going to run out of, I'm going to run out of oat milk and honey flavored things at Starbucks soon enough. So I don't know what I'm going to do, but well, for maybe back to sm- back to smoothies or something. <laughs> That's right. Well, for this week, uh, I, I've been looking back on the, the beers that I've been talking about the past few weeks, or even the past few months, really, and, and a lot of my choices are probably beers that are very local that uh, most listeners probably don't have access to. So I thought, this week I want to I want to do something that's more universal. And um, this year, we our, our office usually has a Christmas party that the owner pays for, but uh, for obvious reasons, we couldn't do it this year. So we actually got um, these nice gift baskets instead. And um, one of the things in the gift baskets was uh, this particular beer. It's the Cronenberg 1664 Blanc. So, um, yeah, this is this is a beer I'm pretty sure you can pretty much get anywhere. I think it's pretty universal. And um, it, it, for for the kind of, I don't know if you'd consider it kind of a generic beer, I guess, or some, something to that nature, very popular beer, I guess. Uh, one of my favorites because it's, uh, it's a good like, drinking beer. It's like it's, it's a very refreshing uh, crisp. It has, um, it, it's a golden color, uh, and it's, it's close to, it's closer to white, I would say, but, um, yeah, it's, it's just one of those beers. Usually it's a summer beer for me, but, uh, when I saw it in there, I just thought, Hey, this is, this is the perfect, uh, perfect choice for the podcast because now if, if people want to give it a try, then, uh, they should be able to have it access uh, wherever their beer is sold. Yeah, I, I love Cronenberg uh, Blanc. It's um, it's one that my my family buys regularly. I haven't had one in a while. Obviously, I'm trying not to uh, drink as much alcohol. But um, uh, yeah, w- when when I was you know drinking beer more regularly, uh, Cronenberg Blanc is definitely one uh, my friends and I would go for. It, it's so easy to drink. It's got a really nice flavor. Uh, I love the citrus uh, the citrus flavors and hints you get in mm-hmm. that one. And it doesn't even feel like drinking. It feels like drinking a shandy or something like that, right? It feels like like half juice and I, so i was always a big fan of that one i always laugh because we used to go um for beers that i work on our friday lunches it was like friday beers and one of the one of the guys that came always used to get the cronenberg but they when they brought it to the table it always came with like an orange uh like a slice of orange on it yeah with, yeah with, I've seen that too. which uh would always disgust me <laughs> So was, <laughs> oh really? <laughs> yeah, like, I don't want this fruit. <laughs> you know, toss, yeah. Tosses it's it weird off. We, for for me, like Friday lunch with beers sounds terrible. 
Like I don't know. Oh, yeah. Like I like I don't really drink much, right? But like when I do, I feel like I just want to drink. I like I I I hate yeah, mixing well, like b- like drinking beers and like food, you know. Well, I mean, I I say it was Friday beers at lunch. It was just it was at just lunch. really Friday beers. It was Friday beers, but <laughs> at noon hour. Gotcha. Yeah. No, <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. There was no actual <laughs> lunch happening no, at was, all. There was no food. <laughs> oh, yeah, I was going to say you. The potato skins or something like that, I guess, works. You know, like that. Casey, they tried to give him an orange, and he was disgusted. Like, <laughs> potato true. skins, yeah. get that out of here. Yeah. That's garbage. Where's my beer, damn it? Yeah. Sometimes we get some fries on the side, but that's that's as far as it could go. Unless those fries are beer battered, <laughs> just right. put them back in the kitchen. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> they, they better have been deep fried in the beer. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yep. Alrighty. Well, let's see. Yeah, I guess it's a good time to get uh, into our topic this week, and yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, all of us are are pretty heavy gamers, uh, uh, so it's not going to be a surprise to anyone to hear that uh, I think a lot of our gifts are at least uh, video game themed, even though if we're not necessarily um, asking for video games ourselves. Uh, I, I'm personally, I've, I I do I I agree with what everyone's saying with the um, with the different like discounts and stuff, but I I still manage to uh, ask for a trio of games, which I'll get into when it's my turn, but. Maybe uh, Paige can kick off this week's discussion with uh, letting us know what she got for Christmas and uh, what game uh, she might have played over the holiday break. Well, I got a bit more than I was expecting because I only well I got some of my presents a bit early. Like the I got a glass cabinet from my mum, so they dropped that off the day before. But I've only just recently put it together, so I finally have somewhere for all my amiibos now that I've moved house. <laughs> nice. And um, if it's them. Um, and some special editions, but I think the special editions will have to be moved out at some point because um, all the Smash Bros. Amiibo are taking up one shelf and that'll want more soon enough. I was going to say, <laughs> yeah, are you an, an out-of-box girl or do you keep them all, all wrapped up? Um, most out-of-box, only like special ones I keep in the box, like the Box Boy, um, yeah, Golden Shovel Knight, that's about it. Got, yeah, yeah, I ended up taking all mine out. I, I they just look so much better, like, peppered around and set in the stupid box. Yeah, yeah. I need to reorganize the Smash ones because they usually have them grouped up because some are specifically designed, like, you can have them facing each other so they look like they're fighting, like Falco and Star Fox. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The Fox stuff. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, and before that, I also got an eShop card. So I had to avoid the winter sales because I was saving up for a couple of January games. So I've used that for... Um, the Scott Pilgrim game, which was released today, um, and then I'm I saw t- you playing it today too. You were uh, sharing pictures on Twitter, right? Yeah, um, off- yeah. A lot of times, like the eShop games in Australia, they don't actually come out after midnight. I've I've had games where I've waited till like 11 p.m. the day it's supposed to come out to play. So I was like, oh, oh I can dang. actually play this now. Yeah. Yeah, that's because cool. it's like tied to the European shop a bit, even though, ah, it's, okay. even though it's its own independent one stuff that yeah can affect it. So yeah, I played the first level of that last night. And I'm saving the rest of the money for Cyber Shadow, which is the 26th, I think. Yeah, and it's got a it's got a launch discount. Is it, it also in Australia? I saw. Yeah, I it's think? got a yeah, yeah. Um, pre-order discount. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's, it's, it's like twenty or twenty five percent too. It's nothing to sneeze at. Mm-hmm. So yeah. if anyone is uh, listening to this and they're eager for Cyber Shadow, try to jump on that uh, pre-order discount while you can. I I I've played I played the game at PAX. I think it's going to be super awesome. I can't wait for that one. And then, yeah, I just got some little things on the day. So was, um, my sister got me some Isabel socks. So it's like yellow and it's got Isabel from Animal Crossing on it. So that was cute. 
Um, and my mum recently, she's been doing like a little gift pack thing. So there was like this big basket and, you know, I had my Red Bull, had some Kit Kats, things like that. So it was nice to you know, get some of the presents on the actual day. And, you know, the, I saw the thing or the write-up where it was like a holiday break game. And I was like, what holiday break? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I work retail and um, in Christmas week, Christmas was my only day off that week. So <laughs> um, I can talk a little bit about like what, you know, from my impressions from the first level of Scott Pilgrim, because that's what I use with my Christmas eShop money, I guess. I've I've never played it, so I'd love to hear more about it. I, I know you kind of compared it to River City Ransom oh, on Twitter, but yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm I'm eager to hear more about this game. Yeah, um, so I think yeah, it was a movie tie-in because it's literally just Scott Pilgrim versus World, the game, mm-hmm. um, but the art style's taken after the graphic novel series, um, which I've recently reread to anticipate for this. Um, but yeah, I definitely noticed that it was yeah very River City like. It is a standard like you have normal like a more beat 'em up style where you have levels that you go through and then a bit of an overworld between them. But it does have just a lot of things you see in River City like the pick up and throw objects, pick up and throw the people. Um, in the first level there's that secret shop which has been in like River City games since the first one, so I was like, Oh, what's this from? Um, and yeah, it's got a bit of a level up system too, so you get EXP and then that's how you've unlocked more moves. So I gained a few levels in the first level of the game. Um, I was actually surprised, um, it might have just been because I was playing it on my own, but I was like, oh, the level felt a lot longer than I was expecting it to, so I managed to just scrape by on my last life. Because <laughs> um, I got up to, the because you go through this whole level and then you get up to the boss fight. Um, and I just couldn't, couldn't quite get the spacing on it a bit because he had um, like a pillar of light around him and like the succubus girls were flying around him so I had to try and hit them without hitting into the pillar. Um, so I messed up the spacing on that a lot. But yeah, it seems really fun. I'm looking forward to mostly playing it in co-op. Um, and I think it's got online now, so I want to see how that works too. Paige, there are different playable characters as yes. well, or do, do they unlock? I, I think there was, I read something about uh, a special one from Ubisoft, is it Knives, Knives Chow, you can um, unlock by like linking your account or something like that? Oh, I don't know about that. Um, okay. I know, so you got the Scott, Scott Pilgrim, Romana Flowers, Kim Pines, who was, I was playing as, and like all of her expressions are really awesome, like she just got all these like smug looks on her face and it's, <laughs> even though it's like this cutesy style pixel art, it's still very well detailed. Um... Uh, there's like another one another base character I'm forgetting and then yeah I think um, because it comes with DLC like the what the mm. DLC on the original game was so okay. Knives, Chow and Wallace Wells is part of that yeah I, I definitely want to play this game I love the River City games I know you've been kind of uh, trying to get us to play River City Girls which is still on my wish list still waiting for a sale on that I do want to play that but um, I, I, lo- I really like this movie I watched it again recently um, uh, maybe a month or so, uh, sometimes during the holidays, I did watch this movie, which is kind of funny. I wasn't really, I never played this game when it originally came out. And I know that, uh, there's a lot of fondness for it, but also I, I think a lot of the interest in the game is the fact that it was delisted everywhere. So it was available online, uh, and maybe sold at retail, uh, for a while. Uh, and then it just kind of disappeared for a while. Uh, whoever owned the rights, uh, maybe Ubisoft, 
uh, just stop selling it, um, which is difficult with, you know, a movie or, or TV show tie-in games when it's a licensed property. Uh, this is kind of, the, you know, one of the risks, I suppose, is that um, uh, things can get tied up in, in legal uh, situations and contracts and uh, those games aren't always available. So uh, I know a lot of people are going to be picking up the, uh, is it Limited Run who's doing the physical version of the game, I think? Yeah. Yeah, I, um, I know a lot of people want to pick up that uh, collector's edition. Yeah, which, I want, which looks I want cool the too. really fancy one, but I've also got to yeah. I've got to save up <laughs> for some more important stuff. Yeah, th- those are um, going to fly off the shelf there. But yeah, for apparently sure. it was only available like digitally for about four years. So uh, it, yeah. even though I knew about Scott Pilgrim um, at the time, it was available. I didn't know about the game at all, so I'd missed out on it and thought I'd never get to see it. I'm sure a lot of people w- were thinking that this would never come back so that's why it's got a celebration of the game so it's great i'm glad to hear that it's here the people that wanted to to play it again or never got a chance to or going to and yeah it sounds like you're enjoying it page so i'm, I'm looking to hear more of your thoughts later casey how about you uh go next with the uh, and let us know uh, what it was that that santa got you this christmas that uh, you, you just got over the the finish line for being nice for the, the hall you hear you want to hear the hall uh yeah so um yeah, Christmas was a little messed up because my sister got uh, COVID, so like Ooh, we could. Yeah, she's a nurse, so it was like you know um, inevitable. Yeah, you know. Tough. Uh, but no, she she wasn't too bad. It was like a, a you know she said it was like a bad cold and she lost her taste for a little bit. But uh, she's good now. She's all good now. But yeah, that sort of delayed our Christmas uh, festivities um, a little bit. So we didn't actually do like Christmas till. I guess it was like the weekend after almost uh, with my family at least. But uh, Caitlin and I still had, you know, our, our little exchange and stuff. And we uh, I ended up with a bunch of golf stuff. I needed a new uh, grip for my putter. Uh, so my, that was like we did like a Secret Santa thing. So my mom got me. So she got a bunch of that stuff. Um, I got like this cool little fountain, uh, like waterfall little thing for my desk, uh, which is nice. Um, it's one of those things like I, you always see it and I'm like, oh, that'd be cool. But like, I'm not going to buy that for myself, you know? Um, I think I love those things, Casey. Yeah. I used to, I was obsessed with them when I was younger, uh, maybe or when I first got to, to university, I, I, I love fountains. I had one that made like a little mist, uh, and ones that had like different, uh, different colored lights and stuff. Yeah, like I, 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 I don't, I don't have space for them now, but I love those <laughs> things. Yeah, I got one, one collecting dust right beside me. Yeah, yeah, this one, yeah, it, like, pours the water down into, like, four little things, and then, yeah, there's a little light there. Um, yeah, yeah, running water is always great. You know, I, I love that just mm. constant sound. Um, tranquility. Nice, peaceful, right? Yeah, yeah. Yep. yeah tranquility. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, then I also uh, got Age of Calamity, uh, Hyrule Warriors, which was my, my game I sort of was, like, holding out for. I knew I wanted to play it, but um, I was like, you know what? Like, this is the perfect kind of Christmas game, you know what I mean? Like... Open it up, play it on Christmas Day, perfect. Um, and I also got uh, Catan, uh, the board game, uh, Rivals for Catan, right? Um, or Catan, I guess it might be. Uh, Catan. It is Catan, Catan. okay. Um, yeah. And it, that's a game I've never played before, and uh, man, that game is a lot of fun, actually. Um, and and uh, we've only played it, just Caitlin and I, so we're looking forward to like getting my sister over, too, and and getting it a, a little bit more. I mean, like the two players is fun, but I could definitely see more players getting into it. You know, definitely, uh, you know, little variety and just making it more fun in general. But, uh, but yeah, over, over the break here and yeah, not much of a break for me really, but, um, yeah, my, my day or two off, uh, I did get some age of calamity in there. Um, 
I mean, I don't know. Uh, has anyone played this or the other Hyrule Warrior games? I'm, I'm sure. Um, I played Hyrule Warriors. I, fin- I finished yeah. the story of both. Yeah. I played Hyrule Warriors, um, and I've only done like the demo of Age of Calamity. And then David, you haven't, right? I've played Hyrule Warriors, but not, uh, but not okay. Age of Calamity. I haven't played any of it. Gotcha. Yeah, so the the gameplay, right, is going to feel pretty similar. Um, you know, it, it's a warrior-style game. You're going to be mashing uh, your X and Y button a bunch for different combos and stuff. But um, it's it's I, I it's like junk food gaming, I like to call it. You know what I mean? It's one of those, like, I could just sort of get in there, play it, and sort of maybe passively pay attention to it, uh, but at times be really into it also. You know, it, it sort of has that... Um, it lends to like, oh, there's a movie or a football game on or something, you know, that like I could sort of do both of this at the same time. But I really like what they've done with um, like the the menu and the map and everything. So the previous Hyrule Warriors really felt right like a fanfare game. It was like, we're just going to throw all these characters in here that you love. And like they, they added a couple new characters and like the storyline or whatever, you know, I, I thought it was interesting. I enjoyed it, you know, split the timelines and stuff. Uh, this one, you, you've got more like a, obviously like Breath of the Wild map, and it's cool because it's like, there are different nodes on the map, and that sort of dictates where you're going to go, and of course there are like the battle ones where you're going to get in there and, and, and kill four quadrillion bagoblins and all that, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but like there are also areas where you're going to like be able to upgrade your weapons and your gear and stuff, but then also learn different... Uh, recipes for cooking and stuff so and that'll give you different buffs going into the battle uh so i I really liked how that laid itself out there um now i i'll admit i haven't played a ton of this game like i I still need to get back into it and keep playing more but from what i've played uh, the characters like feel good and and very different you know what i mean um impa like like is really cool um like she like spawns other versions of her and things are going all over the place um, and then, like, with Link, you can use all of your stasis and your, your different Sheikah tablet uh, abilities in conjunction with, you know, the, the more standard combos from your sword and stuff. So, it, it definitely has a lot of nice variety, and, like, it, it truly feels like, uh, I don't want to say a sequel, but a companion game to, to Breath of the Wild. Like, they, they, it definitely has that feel. It, it feels more serious in tone than uh, pr- the previous Hyrule Warriors, which, like I said, it almost, that, that yeah. game to me felt like a celebration, right? Like, you know, the whole gang's here, like, come on, we're this is crazy, you know, where this one seems a little bit more like, hey, we're trying to keep, like, a more, you know, true story and, and again, stick more to, like, the, the Breath of the Wild line of being a little bit more serious. Yeah, I, I played through Age of Calamity, um, and I really enjoyed it, actually. I think that the story adds a lot. It's just fun spending more time in the Breath of the Wild world. Uh, and it, it sounds like we're probably going to do something similar with the sequel to Breath of the Wild. Hopefully we'll find out about that more soon. But um, yeah, I'm not going to say like Muso games are my favorite, but I think this is a fun one because all the characters uh, and just the kind of extended cutscenes that you get throughout the game. So uh, I'm looking forward to hearing more of your thoughts, Kaze. I think I think you're going to really dig it. Um, I... I I used Link for almost the whole playthrough because I was trying to finish it uh, quickly. Uh, And I think he's really strong, but, uh, you know, I think trying out a lot of the other characters is part of the enjoyment too. So uh, when you get the champions, some of the other characters as well, uh, yeah, let me know know how you, you know, I guess which ones you lean towards. But I think trying all of them at least once is a a good way to go. Um, Yeah, what I like about the Horror Warriors is how different the characters were. 
even in the previous game. Whereas uh, when they did Fire Emblem Warriors, there was a lot of clone characters where they had the same sort of moveset, so I really didn't like that. <laughs> yeah, I didn't play a ton of Fire uh, Fire Emblem Warriors, but yeah, I really like, even within just um, the same characters in Hyrule Warriors, just like getting different weapons, like completely made it feel like different characters sometimes, which like it's, it's, it's great to have that variety. And I remember on the first release, you like couldn't switch characters like in a map, right? In, yeah. in the very first. So like, mm. I think being able to change that in the fly, and that was added in the Switch version, and I'm pretty sure on yeah, the 3DS as well. Yeah, it was some of the features yeah. from the 3DS version then got implemented into the um, Switch version, which was good because, for example, in First Hero Warriors, Link was DLC, but you didn't get her story content on the Wii U. So they added that mm. to the Switch version. Yeah, and and just to Jordan's point of being like trying out different characters, I love that I can have two or three heroes in a map, and then just yeah, with the press of the button, I can just like oh, now I'm trying and playing a different style, you know. And and I think that's yeah, good think- for experimentation because if you don't like one, then it's like well, I picked one I already know I do like. It. Exactly. I think I think some apps even allow you to have four. So you can really you can really kind of experience all the different play styles and build them all up and they all kind of level up and have their own equipment and stuff. So there yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of variety in terms of the characters. I found less variety in terms of um kind of mission objectives. Like you really do have to kind of enjoy that uh kind of just beating them all up uh, style of game. Um but yeah, it, it's such a cool world um and really really interesting story. So um, I, I can't. I can't imagine too many fans of Breath of the Wild wouldn't wouldn't really dig this game. It's it's. I'm I'm I was I was pleasantly surprised by it. You know, it's if you if you if you're looking at it, it's just another Muso game. Like I think that's a little bit short sighted, uh, just because of how much story is in it. Yeah, no, no, no Linkle, no no Linkle, no sale for me. <laughs> maybe maybe she's DLC. Who knows? Yeah, um, I like the, her speed on, in the in the Hyrule Warriors, like. Because especially for a Musa, like if you're running around, I just like like jumping around and shooting the crossbow and stuff. I thought that was pretty neat. Yeah. Because um, of this game, I'm also excited for the Persona Five Strikers because that one's mm-hmm. um, uh, sort of a, it's a sequel to the uh, original Persona Five, um, and that's you know again also having lots of different implementations from its series. Mm-hmm. Uh, although that one, I think single player only, and I usually play these games co-op. So. Mm. It looks like that one has a lot of story to it as yeah. well from from what we've seen. So that's kind of neat. Yeah, I think if I was going to like I I'm not a big Muso fan myself, so I I played a bit of Hyrule Warriors, but I cert- like I kind of fell off it pretty quick cuz it just just not my cup of tea. But uh if I was going to get back into one, I think the Persona 5 Strikers seems like the best bet just because like you said with it being a sequel and a little more story driven, I think that would get me like across the finish line of being able to stay engaged i guess is mm-hmm. is having that additional story come story component i think yeah yeah even if you don't love the gameplay if you love the kind of the payoff of the gameplay after every chapter that that can be worth it yeah. i'll at least need to read what happens in the game even if i don't get it because i, <laughs> I want to know uh, yes good point. <laughs> uh jordan why don't you uh keep us going with uh, your gifts for the the holiday sure yeah so um uh, so I, I asked for kind of a variety of things, uh, not not too many things uh, video game related, although I did get a few books 
uh, uh, connected to video games. So my, my brother got me a few of the boss fight books. Uh, I already have the Final Fantasy V one written by uh, Chris Kohler, and I quite like that one. So I'm looking forward to uh, reading these next ones. I don't know. He might have told me which ones he got, but I forgot. They haven't arrived yet. <laughs> uh, they got kind of, you know, like, like everything else surrounding me, they got delayed with the holidays. So I'm still waiting on those. I got a Philosophy of Final Fantasy book, which I haven't opened up yet, but I'm uh, curious to dig into that as well. I just need kind of a, a week off of uh, of work, or we've got reading break coming up in February. You know what you so, got to do? Uh, I might. If you yep. drink regular coffee instead you have a little bit more energy and you'll be able to get through these books bro so i'll, I'll so you're, you're normally yeah for anyone else that'd be right but then you try chasing around a one-year-old and a three-year-old and think coffee is going to do anything for you i've got another thing i've got another thing for you um i i already stay up really late anyway like i stay up till 1 a.m anyways and i just i've been i've you know i've been playing a bunch of games trying to do uh, more writing and working on the timeless game series so it's it's tough to find i need to be in a reading mood or a reading mode you know like i i go through these phases where i'm just playing games or i'm just watching tv or yeah, whatever feast or famine i need to get back and pretty much where i'm not switching between different forms of entertainment so I need to get into a reading one and i hope i can do that in february but uh yeah looking for those boss fight books um, I've been trying to do more cooking at home, uh, cause I, I'm, I'm teaching from home obviously right now. And so, uh, I try to you know, handle more of the kitchen duties. And so I, I, I asked for uh, an electric frying pan, one that you can kind of plug in. Oh, yeah. Uh, so I've been using, I've been using that to, to cook bacon steaks. And it's nice because the, the pan doesn't smoke as much. And there's a grease trap where all of the, uh, the fat uh, drips into. So it's a little bit cleaner that way too. And so I've been using that. And I've been really enjoying that, actually. I'm looking forward to trying more things on the electric fry pan. Um, the last thing I got was kind of a surprise. I, I've been talking about it for a while, but I didn't necessarily uh, request it or anything. Uh, and that's CBD the oil. The J-Man. Uh, and, yeah, and, and I'm earning that reputation if you listen to the <laughs> last episode of the Talk Nintendo podcast, I guess. Um, not uh, not smoking marijuana uh, or taking it, uh, but uh, just taking the CBD component so I asked for CBD oil because I've been, you know, having some digestive problems and uh, some some uh, chronic pain that I've been trying to deal with. And it's been getting better through some lifestyle and dietary changes, uh, but there's still times where you know I'm feeling, you know pretty sore or you know, your stomach's just hurting or whatever. And so uh, my sister ended up getting me some CBD oil uh, and that stuff's not cheap. So I'm, I'm kind of, I'm, I'm you don't want to get hooked. A, uh, I it's not I mean maybe maybe I will I, I I guess that's part of my my worry is just like when do I take it like or I know how to take it like I think you you just it's like a dropper well, I was gonna say, you kind of put a drop on I've your I've always been curious tongue, but... I see like people swearing by this stuff but yeah it's like I what do you just drip a couple drips on your your tongue and that's it you yeah you put it under your tongue I think is right it, it might be depending on which 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 type you get or which which uh way it's dispensed to you but um, yeah, I, I know a lot of people that use it too, just for like, you know, everyday pain and, you know, if they, if they're having trouble sleeping or whatever, and I, I I'm looking for an opportunity to try it, but I, I, there, there is what like a better time and, and than live here We're, on the podcast. Right <laughs> <laughs> Worried about the side effects, I guess. Also, I was like, this is my drink for next week. I have one drop of CBD oil. That's right. The thing is not going to kick in until after the podcast is done recording, so there's no point. I'd have to I'd have to take it early or something. But yeah, so I, I'm looking forward to trying that. I'll probably share some thoughts on that uh, when when I do get around to it. But there is a little bit of a, an apprehension, like I'm looking for like 
you know, do I want to take this when I when I already feel bad? Do I want to take this just to try it out and see how I feel? It's there's a a, a discovery that I'm I'm not quite ready to to make yet, I guess. But uh, at some point, I'm going to go for it. So so that's that's kind of fun. So kind of a, a variety of uh, of gifts for me. Um, I, I did get uh, Spider. I did buy Spider Man around Christmas, but we're going to talk about Miles Morales uh, in a couple of weeks here. Uh, so my holiday break game, and I, I dabbled in a few different ones. I, I was finished Watch Dogs Legion, which I talked about uh, a few weeks ago. Uh, but I played uh, a lot of Assassin's Creed Valhalla, um, and it's very very good. I actually really enjoyed it. I, I had played uh, uh, Odyssey as well, and I didn't get into that one as much. Um, Maybe the, the the setting and some of the elements of Valhalla really uh, called out to me, but uh, the premise of uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla is that you are a Viking uh, named Ivor, uh, and you can be a male or a female Viking. Um, I, I went with a male Ivor, um, and you you kind of um, I guess the very beginning of the story is that your your village is kind of attacked by you know a, another clan of Vikings, and they, they end up killing your parents. Uh, this is in like the first two minutes of the game, so it's not really a spoiler. Um, and then you are, you, you kind of, you grow up or you, the fast forwards to, uh, when you're a teenager, when you're a little bit older, you, and you escape from these Vikings that have kind of enslaved you. Uh, and you end up kind of starting, I guess you kind of like start your own, you're part of this own, another clan, I guess. And, uh, it's got that base building factor built into it where you're kind of growing your, your fledgling village and, uh, you know, building different base, building different units and different, um, uh, structures in the village, which I really like. Uh, and it kind of ties into uh, one of the main activities in the game, which is raiding other villages or raiding other settlements. Uh, you kind of hop on a longboat and you go through, um, uh, I guess the main the main location of the game is actually uh, Great Britain, or specifically, I guess they refer to it as England. Uh, and you're going to different territories in England, and they've got kind of these older names that uh, are like 20 letters long and end in Shire, most of them. Um, but, but it's really fun. You're going and kind of taking over these different territories or forming alliances, uh, doing raids to collect materials and wealth to bring back to your village to improve it. Um, the, the story's pretty interesting with, with Ivor and kind of the, the demons that he's dealing with about his past. And, um, there's even stuff involving the, the, the Norse gods. I think one in one sequence, you actually go to, I guess it wouldn't be Valhalla, but you go to some place involving the gods and you're doing like these mythical quests. I think I kind of uh, uh, stopped playing the game around that point, but I'd, I'd already put in like 20 hours and was having a lot of fun. Um, I, I, tr- I did trade it in. I'm, I'm going to pick it up again when it goes on sale. I mean, the thing about these Ubisoft games is eventually they're probably going to hit 20 or 25 yeah. bucks and, and then, and then I'll be happy to pick it up again and, you know, get, get a few more of the trophies and maybe see the story through. But um, really, really enjoyed it. Uh, I think the combat's fun. It doesn't, uh, to me, it didn't emphasize the stealth element as much. Like, there's a lot Ooh. of just like, no, no, no. You that was my favorite part Yay. of. The... That's my I mean, favorite part I mean, of. You, the you, you can, you, you can still, you can still do the stealth stuff. But when you're raiding, when you're raiding another village, and you call, you, you get on your Viking horn, and you call all your compatriots off the longboat you to let fight. Everyone know you're not you're really coming, stealthing yeah. around. Yeah. I guess yeah, that. yeah. You're you're anna- you're you're announcing your arrival, and then the the stealth part kind of goes out the window. So you you might do stealth when you first get to an encampment, but eventually you're gonna call your buddies over, and everyone's just gonna start I ransacking. Was gonna say, Dave the place is gonna look and- like a, a pansy, like crawling through the bushes. Like, what's he doing over there? Everyone's like in, in I, hard yeah. battle. 
I got yeah, one. You're, you're, all your brothers and sisters are fighting <laughs> on your behalf, coward. and you're just trying to sneak up behind <laughs> one guy, oh, right? There's David, yeah. quote unquote, stealthing again. Yeah. Did uh, but did he at least lose his ring finger for the for the um, wrist wrist uh, knife? Like the classic, uh, like that was the big thing. I don't. Admit, I haven't played it in a while. Like that was the big thing at when because I used to play the Assassin's Creed when they first came out, and I loved yeah. Assassin's Creed too. Like that's still my favorite. Um, but the, when I, like in each title that I played, there was always this big deal about how, um, the assassins had to sacrifice the ring finger for the, for the assassin's blade that, that, that goes on the wrist. And I, I don't know if they stopped doing that at some point. You get, you do get the assassin's blade and there are still like, you know, assassinations and things like that in the game. Uh, in addition to like uh bow and arrow that you get and different axes and things you can you can equip but one of the abilities i use is a uh, um uh when you build up enough i guess rage or or some kind of meter that you fill up and you can uh throw you can like throw axes at all these people and uh, ivor or avor just kind of spins around in a circle and starts hucking axes at people it's kind of sweet um but he doesn't lose a finger there's no there's no sacrifice of any uh, body parts to to get the uh the wrist blade when when oh, okay. that uh, that little side quest does happen so it, it's kind of funny like it, it's almost half half of the game you can do like the assassin's creed normal stuff where there's a, a whole set of quests related to Templar stuff. um as, yeah assassinating like high level targets and there there's this big conspiracy and maybe it's related to like a family of templars or i think they just refer to them as the the order mm. and yeah. you can do all that stuff but i'm like i don't really care like I, I, I kind of just ignored that and just did the story and you know o- opening up the different villages and, and expanding mine and um, you know meeting new characters and stuff like that. So I, I think it's a great game. Um, playing it on PS5, God, it is such a gorgeous game. Like I, yeah, I'm um, you know stunned again. Like I was, when we talked about Demon Souls, like just blown away by how good it looks. Assassin's Creed Valhalla on PS5, and which is funny because it also came to PS4. Uh, and it's a free upgrade if you have the PS4 version. It's it's incredibly gorgeous. Um, and so yeah, another another absolute looker of a game. But uh, fun gameplay to go along with it. Um, yeah, maybe departing a little bit from traditional Assassin's Creed. Uh, but I think uh, the the story is compelling enough to get you to keep going. And uh, it's it's a huge huge game. You know, there's dozens and dozens of hours to go through it. I I feel like I really just scratched the surface. I probably wasn't even halfway through uh, after after 20 25 hours. So. Uh, I am looking forward to going back to that game at some point, but uh, uh, definitely a recommendation if you are into the newer Assassin's Creeds and maybe want a little bit more of the, um, uh, a little bit more variety, a little bit more uh, action-based, I would say, uh, but uh, just another gorgeous, gorgeous game uh, for, for your PS5 if you if you are so inclined. Yeah, that sounds pretty good. That's, the, that's actually the game um, my brother has uh, a classic ps4 i guess or whatever you want to call like the non the not pro ps4 and uh, his wife actually had she had asked me for a bunch of uh, recommendations for the ps4 and i provided her with some and she ended up buying him cyberpunk instead and and so i and i found out about it before christmas so i am uh implored her to to return it for something else and uh yeah he ended up um so so we were lucky enough to catch it and yeah he ended up getting uh assassin's creed valhalla instead so oh nice that's good yeah thank yeah yeah i i mean just 
we're, we're going to talk about cyberpunk next week, but I, just to directly compare them, I inf- infinitely had more fun playing Valhalla. Like, and I, it's hard to compare They're different games, but I'm sure it I, runs I, better. My enjoyment of Valhalla was higher <laughs> yeah. for sure. It, it actually works on his PS4. Cause I think he has like one of the, like he might even have uh, a launch one. Uh, that I think about oh, it. Really? He has okay. a really early PS4. Apparently that's the worst for it. Yeah. Yes. Like we have a PS5. So my fiance has been playing the PS4 version on that. And still has like issues with crashing and that, so I can't imagine how horrible the base consoles are. Oh yeah, no kidding. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I was I was crashing uh, basically every hour playing that. Like, if yeah, if not I, more I, frequent. I might have. I might have <laughs> yeah, there were definitely times where it felt more frequent. I, yeah. I might have had one or two crashes with Valhalla, and like I I think across you know twenty plus hours, I think that's fine. Yeah. But yeah, one crash every hour or less is. Uh, unacceptable as far as I yeah my, my brother texted me he's like so uh what's the deal with cyberpunk 2077 and i was like don't do it because <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, he stay far away a, stay an far xbox away. yeah probably uh, an xbox yeah. one probably one of the earlier ones you know what i mean yeah and i was like yeah it's don't, just don't, don't yeah on that one stay yeah. away uh well the, the the ps5 game that i'm playing uh Runs perfectly well without any crashes, but I'll start off with my gifts. Uh, so yeah, I'm I'm the the opposite of everyone. I actually take the uh, the Christmas uh, uh, opportunity uh, to pad out my collection, and uh, <laughs> usually, um, so like a couple years ago, I got uh, I went hog wild on 3ds games. I got uh, what did I get? I got Bravely Default, uh, Shin Megami Tensei Four. Uh, Etrian Odyssey, like I got a bunch, a bunch that year. Um, the but this year, uh, because I'm on my Legend of Heroes kick, I I asked for, I basically just said, here's my list, any Trails of Cold Steel, <laughs> and I basically <laughs> said one, two, three, four. <laughs> so uh, so I ended up getting Trails of Cold Steel one through three for the PlayStation Four. Um, so which works out perfectly because the the Cold Steel 4 that I reviewed was on PlayStation 4, so I'm able to go through them all from uh, from 1 through 4 all on the PlayStation. And I uh, actually um, just finished Trails of Cold Steel 1 today, actually, and uh, booted up 2 so that I could transfer over my save file to, to get the rewards and stuff, see how it uh, works out, which was pretty neat. Um but the uh, the other things I got too is they I always get like some kind of like clothing or pajamas or something and uh, so what my family ended up uh, they they were trying to track down again that's it's the whole thing with the the mailing and stuff like they were trying to find I think they went to Old Navy and had like some game specific um, items that they had picked out but then it ended up like the the order got canceled so then they had to go to another retailer and they ended up just getting like a, a playstation generic uh t-shirt and shorts and basically like my son told me he's like this is what you could wear when you're playing your playstation while we're all asleep <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought you were gonna tell me you were getting a trails of cold steel onesie oh man <laughs> i i would have taken it and wore it wore it out so quick because uh, that would be you would you would never take it off <laughs> you, right. would, you would i'd be going to my cafes in it i just throw some boots on yeah. and you know <laughs> button up the ass flap and i'll be set set to go optional um yeah <laughs> That's right. Definitely. <laughs> There's no sign on this door that says I cannot come in here with my butt. Uh, but yeah, Trails of Cold Steel, I guess, is my holiday game. Um, 
I, I definitely played uh, Cyberpunk 2077 as well, like, because I, I think we, it was, what was that, like, December 10th or something like that that came out, right? So I would say, like, up until Christmas, I was playing Cyberpunk, and then after Christmas, I went into Cold Steel, and I ended up, I think, my, the, this morning I checked, and it was, like, 55 hours, I think, uh, for the full playthrough, mm. and, um, yeah, it was, it, it was amazing, like, it was, it, it it's funny because the combat system is, is like a very early stage of what I was playing in like three and four. It's basically like the same. It's like the foundation. Uh, CP. Yeah, it's like the. It's like uh, yeah, it's, it's the found. It's basically like what you start off with at the beginning of three before they pile everything into it. <laughs> um, so it was kind of neat. It was kind of like playing it almost like old school way. So it was you're they were introducing these things that were just kind of there in the other ones. So it was pretty neat. Now, now, and, have you um, played one, three, and four right now to completion? Uh, yes, so one, that, three, right. and four to completion. And now, yep. I'm assuming two's on the the docket. Yep. So I started two today, and I'm actually as soon as two's done, I'm going to three and four again. Well, uh, because I just, that was my follow up. I was going to see if you're picking yeah. up four on the Switch or not. Uh, no, I'm just going to, I'll play it again on the PS4. Uh, like I'll just keep transferring my save each each time. Gotcha. Um, uh, but I mean, unless we, I end up, I might have to play four again because if we do like a review for it or something, I might might play it on the Switch, I guess. But does I the, definitely want to replay them. Does the save transfer do anything interesting, or is it just a bonus thing, like you're saying, like items or something? Yeah, like uh, they they give you. So I got um, uh, Sepith, which is like basically what you make the quartz out of. Uh, so I got a bunch of of uh, that uh, right off the bat. Um, I got items off the bat and, uh, I think I got a boost to my quartz off the bat. And then I got an accessory that, that gives quite a bit of boost actually. Like it, it increased my HP by 20% and, uh, increased strength and all that stuff, which it, it actually, um, is helpful now because I, Cold Steel 1, I ended up playing through on normal and, and felt it was too easy like it, it it didn't like the battles didn't there wasn't very many battles that i felt challenged on so i was like ah, okay i'm gonna go with the uh, hard mode this time and uh and already kind of like the the boss at the beginning of the prologue um wasn't it wasn't overly difficult but it wasn't like a it wasn't kind of like just going through the motions like i did have to think a little bit like uh, he got me down where it's like, oh, I actually have to heal myself this time. <laughs> so <laughs> I had to like time when I was going to heal and, and that sort of thing. So yeah, like, so not nothing major with the trade, the, the transfer, but, um, the, the other thing, the other reason why I kind of wanted on PlayStation as well, though, is because the switch version doesn't have any of the achievements. Um, mm-hmm. so it was pretty neat playing cold steel one and getting, um, a bunch of trophies and, I might even replay yeah. one eventually to to platinum it out because it's just, uh, it's just so ah, it's just so much fun. I love the battle system in this. Like, uh, and it's we just had our our RPG matchup uh, with the like the trails of trails in the sky versus trails of cold steel, and uh, I know we we're kind of on the fence, but even playing one, it's like oh, you know, I think I enjoy the story, uh, the the kind of laid back story more in in trails in the sky, but I definitely like absolutely love the combat system and and the um just the the way like uh, i think a lot of people might complain that the gameplay is a little too formulaic because it it doesn't change a whole lot like everything's pretty structured where it's like 
the the beginning of the chapter starts in school and then Reen does uh, a bunch of tasks in like the uh, town and the school and then you go out for field study so you go somewhere somewhere out into Erebonia and then like they learn something or they meet someone or you know something something crazy happens and then and then it starts up all over again uh first like six through six more chapters of pretty much the same thing like the same cycle and then there's like the the thrilling ending that that ends in a uh on a cliffhanger and yeah i just but it just for me i don't know i just my brain my brain just eats it up i just i just love like i i get it's a little formulaic a little structured but i think that's just like that's exactly what what i love um we so, we we make fun of casey for always playing world of warcraft and i think you're yeah. getting into that territory <laughs> of us being able to make fun of you for only talking and playing about cold steel you're yeah. almost you're almost not quite there but you're you're and getting I didn't even there. mention wow yeah. today look at that I, I you've, you've exercised very good <laughs> yeah. restraint i thought about it before i was like i could talk about this <laughs> <laughs> we just assume we assume that that's what yep. you played but and now as i said we're going to just assume that david's playing cold steel a yeah. cold steel game at some point right i just localized for, or not i was waiting for casey when he was talking about how he could play age of calamity while doing other things and he was like i was <laughs> like, playing age of calamity while i was playing yeah. <laughs> I was on a raid. Yeah, multitasking. That's what it's all about. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but yeah, that's my uh, my holiday uh, bonanza. I've been it's been pretty good. It's been uh, like this year they we we couldn't uh, I, in Canada anyway. They we were supposed to stay home, so we didn't end up uh, seeing our fam like going. Usually we go to our parents' house in another town, so it's pretty busy you're always running around going like from house to house so it, this year it was just uh, two weeks straight of sitting in the house uh, looking for things to do and i didn't have to look too far i was playing a whole lot of trails of cold steel boom that's all you need that's all yeah <laughs> it's the most relaxing <laughs> christmas i've had in my since, just I, was, me uh, since I was young my, my 18 copies of cold steel <laughs> yeah i don't know what you're gonna ask for next year david if no cold steel games come out this year you're gonna be in big trouble so uh, yeah, he'll need the physical. That's right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Switch versions, so. I was I was already looking at Trails of Cold Steel 3 lamenting that I don't have a steel book for it because my the Cold Steel 1 and 2 came with a steel book cover. Mm, right. It right. almost yeah, feels but, uh, like they should all come with the steel cover, you know? Just be just because. Yeah. I think what happened cool was uh, like 1 and 2 were Xseed and 3 and 4 were Nisa. And I, I and it I mean, they they did have a, a steelbook option, but it was only on like the Ultimate Collector's Edition. That that's like, I think like a couple hundred bucks. <laughs> so yeah, that's how they get you. Yeah. So uh, when when the next uh, Trails at the Beginning or gets uh, localized, they're probably gonna get me for the the one fifty because I'm gonna be looking at that steelbook one. Man, I gotta have a steelbook. This is the last call for alcohol this evening. Drink up, drink up, drink up, and order again. This is the last call for alcohol. Get going. But uh, yeah, I guess that takes us to last call this week. And um, I think for uh, leading right up until the uh, 100th episode where we have our big RPG Battle Royale finale, uh, our last calls are pretty much going to be uh, continuing on with the RPG Battle Royale. And this week we begin round two. And it's... Uh, a, a couple of pretty big Square Enix titles that's going to be Chrono Trigger versus Bravely Default. 
So uh, these are... Uh, there's some similarity in the game. You've got like the, the 2D turn-based system, uh, but very, very, very different turn-based system and uh, very different look when you look at like the, the old SNES uh, classic graphics for Chrono Trigger versus uh, what I probably consider some of the best graphics in a 3DS game from uh, Bravely Default. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, Jordan, why don't you kick us off? What What's your initial reaction when you think of... Uh, Chrono Trigger versus Bravely. I hate this contest. I hate making decisions between <laughs> two fantastic games. Like, I I do think there is a winner here, but I don't I don't like it. I don't like that a really good game that could have gone further is going to get eliminated here. Like, yeah, I mean, you're talking. You know, I don't know. I love Bravely Default, and I I I I, I love that series. I, I am still curious about the second one, but I'm always always going to love the first one and. Uh, being able to replay it uh, a year ago when we did our episode was really fun. Um, uh, and just you know, thinking about that art style and that team that works on that game, uh, and still, I, I, I would say a better battle system. I, I, I prefer the battle system in Bravely Default to Chrono Trigger, but it's very hard to get around the fact that Chrono Trigger's uh, story and characters uh, are just so top notch. Uh, of the look of the game is very, very attractive. Like it, it's its use of color uh, is certainly stronger than in Bravely Default, right? It's just such a vibrant rainbow of colors well, in Chrono Trigger. That game's got like is a Akira yes, Toriyama. Yes, exactly. Oh. He, yeah, the, for, oh. uh, Dragon Ball fame. Yeah. He worked on uh, the character. Char- Dragon Ball. Yeah, and yeah exactly. <laughs> and the character design of Chrono Trigger, and so it is very. It it's unique to uh maybe video games but not to someone who has followed his other work and like i said dragon ball and dragon quest and gosh it just works so well translates so well to really interesting characters and enemy design but i I think it's the story i think it's the story of chrono trigger that's just uh, you know so epic and so uh, the multiple endings and the um you know the the, uh, choosing where you're going to go next and the side quests and stuff there's so much going for it um that it's very very hard not to side with um the 16-bit entry there. Yeah, I was going to say, you, you look at the the two titles, right, and there's an easy winner, in my opinion. Um, but it, it that doesn't take away from the other. So, yeah, I mean, just, just like Jordan, right, Chrono Trigger um, is one of, I mean, it, it, every single top RPG list, right, it, there's a really good chance it's going to be number one or at least within the top five, you know what I mean? Like, it, it's just one of those games that um, I think will live on forever. And I think Bravely Default's amazing too. Um, I feel like it was a, it was like a, a return to form that we needed at that point in time. You know what I mean? It was like it, it hit all the notes. Like it was beautiful. That I love the Bravely Default soundtrack. Um, I mean the, the the characters in the areas you go are really great, and I enjoy them. But then you think back to Chrono Trigger, and it's like again the story and the characters just really are so strong. Um, I, I love the, you know, being able to to mix the abilities with your party members. So it's not just necessarily like, hey, I, I need a healer and, a, you know, this kind of damage dealer or whatever. You know, you get to play around with um, the art, the, the text and everything. But, uh, yeah, I, I think, too, it Bravely Default, right? I mean, for me, the, the ending or the second half of the game, right, like, that's not something that bothered me. Um, but, I mean... It, there are a lot of people, right, that, like, were loving the game up to a certain point, and then, like, at that point, it was like, oh, how could this game do this, right? So, 
I think even just then, too, it's like it's going to have a, a little bit of a flaw in comparison to where like Chrono Trigger is really like the pacing is just amazing from the get go. Right. Like you. Yeah. Like maybe you'll grind a little bit here and there. But like I feel like you don't really have to uh, if you're you're going out and exploring and and not avoiding every single enemy that you run into. Um, so that that was something to me, too. That was just the pacing was really great in Chrono Trigger. And it's not a super long game, but. For the people who really fall in love with it, and again, as Jordan had mentioned, the multiple endings, right? Like, it, it gives you a reason to go back and maybe try something differently. And then, of course, you could just do the new game plus where it's like everything's broken, right? Like, you're so strong, you got everything, and you can just go blast through stuff and have fun that way, too. So, I, I think they're really both amazing games. I think any RPG fan should absolutely play both of these games if you haven't already. Um, you know, if you haven't gotten into Bravely Default at all, like absolutely worth um, worth checking out, especially with the, you know, mm-hmm. the new game coming up uh, pretty recent or pretty shortly from this point on. But and then for the people on the, the other side of the fence, Chrono Trigger, get out there and play it. I mean, it was a game that I'd played back in the day a little bit and it, it just for whatever reason, it would like I'd play a little bit of it and then fall off whether a new game came out or, or whatever distraction it was. Uh, but when I finally buckled down, it was like. Jesus, like this game, it is, it's nearly flawless. You know, it's just, it's just a a masterpiece in every sense of the word. Well, I wonder about Chrono Trigger's legacy because at some point, like with the lack of availability to play Chrono Trigger. Did they fix up the Steam version? I thought they did. I thought they patched it so that the, the text looked a lot better or looked kind of closer to the original style. Was that the only problem the Steam version had? I felt like there was a bunch of problems. I think it was probably that it was a mobile David's favorite. version port or something. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I remember. Yeah, I think I think you're right. I think what they did was they ported the mobile version of Steam, and it looked awful. But I think there was also problems with uh, the... I think there was, like, delays with, like, going into a battle or something. Like, there was stuttering. Or, I, I just that remember there, there was being, like, a list of them. And I guess... I guess that that's basically the only modern way to play Chrono Trigger is, I guess, through Steam and mobile, I guess, at this point. Because it's not on the SNES Classic. The DS version is, like, impossible to find. I mean, the same thing could be said about Bravely Default, though. Like, if you don't have a 3DS, like, you can't play that game, right? So it's hard It's hard to say that one is easier to get than the other. I'd say more people have access to Steam to play Chrono Trigger. But if yeah. we're thinking of, like, a console... If we're thinking of, like, a console audience... Absolutely. Chrono Trigger is very hard to get. Like Bravely Default, you can download on your 3DS. You can probably find a copy for not too much, a physical copy for not too much money. But yeah, I mean, obviously we want Chrono Trigger to be available everywhere. You know, bring it to Switch, bring it to PlayStation 5, bring it to Xbox. Like it's surprising that they haven't done that with obviously one of their best games ever. It's got to be a licensing nightmare. Mm-hmm. Um, Maybe, yeah. yeah, I haven't really played much. Well, I haven't played Chrono Trigger at all. Um, and my only opinions that I had of um, Bravely Default that it was not a good um, first JRPG for anyone. So I was wondering whether you guys think would Chrono Trigger be good for someone who hadn't played much turn-based games? Or I'd actually say Pokemon yeah. Um, it's it, like the battle system isn't super intimidating. Um, I think too also like random encounters, right? Can it sort of be a turnoff? I think for people new to the series, right? Like oh, I'm just walking around and then I get attacked. Um, so in, in Chrono Trigger, you get to see, you know, like you, you run into the, the characters out there. Um, 
but yeah, I, I don't know. I, I think, uh, and, and it's not super long. Like you can get through it in like twenty ish hours. I think twenty twenty five. So it's oh, uh, maybe less. You you pay uh, page. You played um, Cosmic Star Heroin. Chrono Trigger yeah. is is almost this like that's where the battle system came from. It's even it's even it's even simpler. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cosmic Star Heroin takes it to a uh, slightly higher step. But yeah, it's very, very similar. So I think uh, CSH is very accessible. Chrono Trigger even more so. I guess that's the problem. Bravely Default has a job system. Any RPG that has a job system is probably going to be less accessible than other ones and probably not a great place to start. But Chrono Trigger, yeah. If, if it was your first RPG, I think that the the fact that you only have to worry about three characters at a time, you learn spells na- and abilities naturally uh, other than the triple tech item items which you need to collect. But a lot of that game is pretty straightforward until you until you you know realize that there's multiple endings. Honestly, the, the 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 worst thing about starting with Chrono Trigger is it set like a ridiculously high level uh, of how <laughs> yeah. how good how could the, you how could you enjoy yeah, anything it's else? Like it, it would just set the <laughs> yeah. bar awfully high. That's true. That's true. Yeah, I would definitely say if you enjoyed Cosmic Star Heroin, then going then you should enjoy Chrono Trigger even more. Uh, It'd be easy to go back yeah. for sure. Yeah, for sure. Okay. I was gonna say I do think I actually might own the yeah, DS. Yeah, the DS is the best DS way is, to do it. The DS one's really yep. good version. Yeah. Yep. For sure. For sure. Yeah, it's got more of the Toriyama uh, kind of cutscenes to it that the I think the PlayStation version had, but the Super Nintendo version did not have. So you get a little bit more of that great artwork. Um, and then I think there's a, a new. Some, it might be something to do with New Game Plus with the DS version as well. That's a little bit easier to to get through the endings or something. I don't remember, but yeah, that's definitely the the best way I, I yeah I, I don't know if the steam version still has the problems but um i i, I recently more recently played the ds version uh gosh it, it still holds up so well yeah they i i'm pretty sure they fixed some of the egregious stuff in the steam version so that's if you don't have the ds that the steam i guess would probably be the next the next bit uh what did i play it on i played oh i played it on my psp Mm, okay. Or uh, my uh, Vita. I ended up getting Vita. it on the Vita. That's how I. Yeah. It's just like when we did our um, episode on it. Uh, I think like a year ago. I think yeah. I ended up getting it on the Vita. So played well on didn't that. Didn't that too. version? Didn't it have um, loading times? If I'm not uh, maybe no? the PSP version did, but my Vita version, I didn't notice. Didn't notice anything, any slowdowns or anything that were noticeable anyway. But. Yeah. It's such a good game. You might not have even. Yeah, thought <laughs> it's quite possible. Like it and I think it was overshadowed. I think it was only ten bucks, so it was like can't it beat was that. pretty reasonable. Yeah. Yeah, I can't beat that. Says the DS version has more, a slightly mm-hmm. more content yeah. as well. Yeah, definitely play that one if you if you can find it in your in your place page. That and it, it's it's valuable too. Like it's pretty rare game, so a good one to hold on to as well. Oh yeah, the DS game. I think. Oh, okay. Like I remember last time I checked, it was like fifty plus bucks. It was going for, because yeah, like that that is sort of like the definitive way. See for 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 a DS game, well, I'm, I'm thinking like Australian dollars. So like for a DS game, that doesn't actually sound so bad for like an acclaimed. Yeah, I don't know one. the conversion <laughs> rate. Yeah. Uh... Well, I say when like DS and 3DS games were retail, they were well. Last 3DS games were like sixty dollars, but I'd seen them oh, for more previously. Um, so it's it's not it's not uncommon for sort after DS or 3DS games to be at mm. least the retail price or more. Yeah, I'm seeing eighty to a hundred for a boxed one. 
uh, on on eBay, <laughs> the eighty two hundred Canadian, but still, it's a yeah. lot. Yeah, great game. Uh, I mean, this this is. I think we all know which game is going to go through here. It just it just <laughs> kind of sucks to lose Bravely yeah. Default so early because it's so innovative and it's such a great showcase of the 3DS as we as we talked about. Well, don't don't push uh, listeners uh, one way or the other here. <laughs> hey, pr- prove me wrong here. If Bravely Default goes. Are you kidding? If Bravely Default goes through, there's going to be a mutiny on the podcast. Yeah. Well, we'll just wait. You heard when it, it's, folks. Uh, when it's the uh, Falcon versus Atlas ratio. Falco versus Atlas, and I start I start pushing pushing towards the cold steel down people's throats. <laughs> as long as it's not Octopath. <laughs> Every episode, <laughs> I've got my checklist here, uh, Jordan. I've got the decaf burns down. I've got now uh, that yeah. Octopath. In <laughs> the there. Wow, the Wow reference. I got. Yeah. We got the yeah, Wow. We're, hit, we're hitting all yeah, the marks yeah, tonight. Right. Yeah. The marijuana or CBD is going to be a new one. We'll have to add. Yep, there it is. Yeah. <laughs> well, we hit all the yeah. notes. It's, it's, uh, I think you're safe to, to wrap it up for us. <laughs> yeah, sounds good. i got to get out of here for any more Octopath. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah, fun to uh, kind of reminisce a little bit about uh, uh, those two fantastic games, but uh, also just you know, th- you know talk, catch up over uh, how our Christmas breaks, our holiday breaks went. Uh, it was fun to... Uh, obviously, lots of good games to play and some nice gifts to uh, to celebrate. Um, thanks to uh, Casey and Paige for joining us. It's really fun to have all four of us on the podcast. Uh, felt pretty good to just not uh, you know, not be uh, filling uh, filling the air with uh, David and I talking uh, at each other all the time. So it's really <laughs> good to get uh, your voices on here. Um, we'll be talking about uh, Cyberpunk uh, next week, and I think it's Miles Morales after that. So two uh, uh, full full game episodes uh, to. Uh, to listen to, we'll continue on the battle royale with the next uh, next round two entries as last calls for those episodes as well. Um, uh, maybe we can do uh, a little bit of um, uh, where can people find you? Uh, so, Paige, where where can people find you right now? Uh, hear more of your thoughts on uh, Scott Pilgrim, for example. Um, well, my Twitter is just at um, Page G Guy. And my YouTube channel is what I'm going to be focusing on now. At least my computer's right. finally fixed. Um, and that's just my full name, Paige Detlefson. Cool. What about uh, Casey? Yeah, what about yeah you? you can find me every week over Talk Nintendo Podcast, uh, where a weekly show. Talk about uh, Nintendo, if you couldn't uh, guess. And uh, yeah, I, anyone here is probably listening with me and Perry. And you can find us on Twitter, Talk Nintendo Pod, Talk Nintendo P-O-D, and uh, all those good uh, podcast catcher services, right? Yep. Uh, I even uh, had the pleasure of guesting with you guys a, a week and a, a week or so ago, and uh, we'll, we'll try to make that more of a regular thing. I think we're going to do some more uh, predictions. And we also have, we have a, be... a, a what you call it. I was talking to Perry earlier. We do have a uh, potential uh, dirty mage crossover. Um, oh, an idea oh, here. Fantastic. We have an idea here. It, it's a little bit of a longer game. But we're thinking Mario and Luigi Dream Team. Yeah, let's go for it. That's great. I'm 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 just happy not to be the one suggesting the game we're playing for once. <laughs> yeah, so I'll take have it. you guys played that one before? I have played it. I played it. Through. Okay, yeah. I've never played it. That game. It, let me tell you, David. It's amazing. I remember I I held off on playing this originally because I I listened to the the people out there and they're all oh, the hand holdy and this that and the other. great game. Great game. Yeah, yeah, I really, I really enjoyed that one. It seemed like it'd be a game, an RPG that Perry would enjoy too, uh, with all the humor and uh, 
I think yeah, the, the combat's our, pretty simple yeah, too. Yeah. So it's even it's it's easy enough that even Perry can play it. Well, I, I, I'm, he's not going to be into something like Bravely Default, for example, or Octopath Traveler. But uh, the Mario and Luigi games, the combat is a little bit easier to get into. So, uh, so yeah, it's good, Casey. Thank you. Um, uh, and then, uh, uh, David, what uh, what's cooking on the mage right now? Uh, actually, right now we have a couple of reviews from Paige for uh, No More Heroes and No More Heroes Two. And um, we, what else we got? We got. Uh, there's a few re- reviews that are going to be coming in shortly that uh, I probably shouldn't, uh, I guess you should, can't say yet, but uh, keep an eye out on the YouTube page for that. Uh, but yeah, otherwise uh, we'll just be um, adding in some new articles uh, on the website uh, and uh, talking lots of RPG stuff, uh, obviously lots of Legend of Hero stuff on our Discord channel. Yeah, that's definitely the most active <laughs> the most active channel whenever I, whenever I log into Discord and do my uh, daily lurking. Um, you can find, you can find me, uh, at riskman64 on Twitter. Uh, I've just put out, uh, a new timeless games entry for Shovel Knight, uh, which I think turned out pretty well. Uh, you can find that on my Twitter. It's the pinned tweet right now or on the NWR, uh, YouTube channel. It's there as well. Uh, I'd love, uh, love for people to check it out. Uh, leave a comment, like, that'd be great. Um, uh, obviously we also have a Patreon with the Thirsty Mage, uh, patreon.com slash the Thirsty Mage, uh, with a few different, uh, uh, entry points into the community. Uh, we'd love to have you join us there too. Um, I think that'll do us for uh, catching up with what uh, what everybody's been working on and uh, where you can find us. So uh, stay tuned, everybody, for uh, next week's episode. Uh, if you haven't already, subscribe to the podcast on your podcast app. Uh, subscribe to Talk Nintendo as well. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, we'll see you next week for a, dis- a long-form discussion of Cyberpunk. Unless, unless, of course, uh, our podcast uh, recording crashes, and then we <laughs> I was won't just going to say, unless it, so. it glitches out, <laughs> <laughs> we'll get That's we'll right. get through thirty minutes of it, though, and then we'll have to reload. It's just stop yeah. and save every fifteen minutes. That's right. It's just going to be bashing CD Projekt Red. Right <laughs> so stay tuned for that. But uh, thanks, everybody. Uh, good to chat with you guys, and uh, we'll talk to you again soon. Bye. Thanks. See you guys. Bye. Bye. Octopath. <laughs> <laughs>